struggling with debt, bills, loans, credit cards, need a way out? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt matters. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. It's Thursday? No, Wednesday. What is it? Thursday. Thursday. I was right the first time. Thursday, 10th of September. Slightly nippy but sunny afternoon here in Essex at the Matrim Gym. Yep. Joined by Shannon Courtney. How are you, Shannon? I'm good. How are you? Can't complain. Can't complain. Um, it's been three weeks since your uh, fight with Rachel Ball on yep. uh, the Matrim Fight Camp. Fight camp. And um, yeah, you've said a few things on social media, but you haven't done an interview up until today. Yeah. So do you just want to talk me through why that is the case? Yeah, I just, after the fight, obviously didn't go my way, didn't get the decision. Um, and then, you know, I I've took time off social media. I've taken time away from any sort of media work but purely to look after my mental health if I'm honest and people can sit there and like they have been probably on Twitter and say oh she's thrown her toys at the pram or she's not been seen since the fight no I haven't because my main priority after what happened was to take care of my mental health which is so important because you know you get people making the most horrendous comments on Twitter as well. And, you know, you've got the majority of people that seem to think I won the fight. But then you've got the, the handful that don't, and they're the ones that are, like, going in big, hard on me on, on Twitter. And it's... And someone on Instagram. And you just think to yourself, not only do I not want to see it, I don't have to see it because... That's down. It's not. If I want to open the app and sit there and read negativity and feel shit about myself, then I'm not going to do it. Do you know what I mean? So I've come to the point in my life now where I don't want to sit here and take the praise and I don't want to take the criticism neither. It, I understand we all have to be criticised because that's going to make me better. But you know, people are saying to me, "Oh, you should read this because you know everyone's bigging you up and everyone's saying it's a great performance." Yeah, but if I can't take the criticism on the chin, I can't then sit there and take the praise now because that would be very egotistical of me. Do you know what I mean? That would be like me saying, oh, I only want the goodness for my, for my ego. I don't want the bad. Well, no, you've got to take both or take none. So I'm just like, I'm just going to avoid it from now on. Not from now on, but in general. And just, yeah, I've just done it to basically protect my mental health. And I'm glad I did. And if I had to, I would do it again because... Mental health, in my opinion, is the most important thing, especially at the moment. And funnily enough, today is the 10th of September, which is um, National Prevention Suicidal Day. Did you know that? No, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that is the day. Okay, well, um, just going back to the night. Now, mm. you knew, because obviously we spoke loads about this fight, that this was going to be a tough fight for you. Yeah. We knew that. The outside public probably looked at it as... Uh, a shock, uh, what happened? Well, no, because towards the end of like the week, I said from day one, this is a hard fight. And some people were completely writing her off. And I was like, no, no, don't write her off. Like, she's a very good boxer. Do not write her off. Um, but I always thought I had the beating of her, which I still do. But 
towards the end of the week, obviously the odds, and I don't know, I don't gamble, I don't look at, I don't understand all that, but apparently the odds dropped there. People realised actually that she was a, a decent boxer kind of thing. So I don't think it was a, to me it was a huge upset and a huge shock, but I think, listen, the fight played out how it played out. I made very stupid, silly decision in round one. I hurt her and I fought, and I got greedy. And that's probably my lack of experience. I got greedy and I thought, Jesus, like I've hurt already. And I see her, her, her eyes wet and I thought, well, I'm going to finish it in round one. Made a silly mistake, come on square. And I got caught. And, you know, it didn't hurt. That's why I got back up straight away. But I paid a price for my stupidity and my greediness. And I'm not going to sit here and say it was um, a lucky shot. I, I come on square on. It was my own fault. But she caught me with a nice shot. So you've got to give respect to Rachel Ball for that. Unfortunately, I do feel like... The ref, sorry, my phone keeps going. I felt like I'm silent. The ref kind of made his decision, who was also the judge, from round one. So. So, round one seemed to prove crucial because you were playing catch-up after the first yes. round. And even though you did strongly come back into the yeah. fight, round one seems to be the crucial factor of the fight. Unfortunately so. So, talk to me about that. What do you remember about that? I know you was up on your feet. In... There's nothing that I don't remember. It wasn't, it wasn't a shot that hurt. It wasn't a shot that my legs went nothing like that. It just, she just caught me. I, I made a ship a second. I came on square on. And I was, where I came rushing in, I was off balance. She caught me with a peach of a shot. And she, I'm not going to say she didn't because she bloody well did. But where I was off balance and I will come in square on my feet were straight. I just went, like, was off balance fell down. Not that I went down, but I got back immediately because I wasn't hurt. And you see the way I didn't need to recover because I wasn't in pain. But instantly she caught my respect. And then after that, I kind of worked out, right, now stick to game plan, da 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 And that's when I was just not hardly getting hit after that. But listen, it's one of those things. A lot of people thought I won the fight. Um can't be changed. I've had my couple of weeks of being very upset, very down, very depressed over it, and now I've sat back. You know, and it's hard, because when you're, when you're down, and it's, to some people this might be, it's just a fight. It's not, this is my world. This is literally my, if you know me, outside of boxing, this is everything to me. I live my life because of this sport. So to have it happen, I felt like the ground from underneath me was taken away from me. So I couldn't, I couldn't at first see the light in the tunnel. And you've got like, got Eddie, who, who I'll give him his due, has been very good with me. Like, especially the first couple of weeks, I was in a bad way. And he was constantly messaging to see if I was all right and everything else. You know, and you've got some people from Sky contacting me. And they're all telling me, Shannon, because everyone thought you won, and obviously the manner of defeat, your stock's risen. But when you're emotionally attached and you're still hurt and you don't want to think about your value or your stock or the business behind it, you just kind of you're still hurting, you want to have a sulk, do you know what I mean? As thievers as it may sound, I wanted to have my little sulk and I wanted to have my little mope and ignore everyone on my phone for a week. And that's what I did. And now I've come back and I've got the mindset of don't be bitter, be better. And I genuinely, genuinely do believe this will be the making of me because I thought I was determined before and I'm even more determined now. I've got a fire in my belly that I didn't even know existed. So I think this will be the making of me. So, going into the last couple of rounds, in your head, did you think that 
you'd kind of clawed it back on the scorecards that... Yeah, I did. Like, you didn't need to kind of knock her down or win no. a 10-8 round to, to win the fight. Did you think if you won the last two rounds that you would have won? I don't believe I won the last round. I believe I lost round eight, but I've, and I believe, obviously, I lost round one, but I actually think I won all the rounds in between. But I thought I was up on the scorecards, even with the, with the knockdown. My corner thought we was up. And, you know, my corner, Charlie, was sensational. He, he kept me calm the entire time. He knew his mannerism in the corner was, was perfect for the conditions, and he was giving me the, the perfect con uh, con instructions. So once the, once the fight was over, we all thought I'd won, like we all did. So when they said her name, I just, she celebrated like she'd won the lottery. And I was just, I'll be honest, I was in a state of shock. Like I was in, my legs went a lot. I remember getting out of the ring and I think there was cameras to go to do like an interview and I just was I just carrying on. I was in just an absolute state of shock. I didn't know what was going on. You know, and you've got some people going, oh, she didn't do an interview straight after. Do you know what? No, I didn't do an interview straight after because this means so fucking much to me that I, I've just had... I just felt like I was just cheated live on TV. And, like, I spoke to Johnny Nelson. Johnny was like... He rang me after the fight and he was like, I love the fact that you walked off and didn't do one because it shows you've got that bit in between your teeth and this means more to you than it's just a fight. And... But you can't win because I didn't do an interview because I was, yeah, I was fucking sulking. I was devastated and it means more to me than you can imagine. But then you've got the likes of AJ who does an interview after he loses and because he smiles or he laughed in the interview against Henry Ruiz afterwards, uh, it doesn't mean nothing to him, he, he don't care. So you, no matter what you do in this industry, you, it just seems like you can't win. So now I'm like, do you know what? I'm just going to do me. Whatever's best for me and my, my mindset and my mental health and my team... That's what I'm going to do because everyone's going to have an opinion of me regardless. You know, some people sitting there saying, oh, she's, she's cocky, she needed a knockdown, uh, she needed to be knocked down a peg or two. You know me. I, because it seems like because I'm a bubbly girl, people somehow mistake that for, for cockiness. If you're a boxer and you're in this industry and you're fighting and you haven't got confidence in yourself, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong game. But I'm by no means at all, I'm not cocky. I'm just, I, I'm confident in my ability and I'm a happy, bubbly person. If you want to mess up with cockiness, then what the hell is that all about? Do you know, I still, of course I have flaws, everyone in the world does. And I sit there and I go over things a hundred times in my things. I'm like, is this good enough? Is that good enough? Because I'm not cocky. But now I'm just like, do you know what? You're going to have an opinion of me. And if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. People that know me, know the real me and that's all that matters to me now to be honest I think for people that do know you knew after that fight that this was going to be difficult for you to deal 100%. with I think everyone kind of knew that you were going to take this Bad. very very badly which you, you did I did of course, listen you're one of the few people that I spoke to after the fight for like the first week I turned my phone off pretty much most of the time and I spoke to you a few times and I was in a bad way wasn't I but that's the reason that I, I this is the whole reason that I turned my phone off and that I, I didn't do social media and anything else, which I'll probably, yeah, people are like, she should have done it, but I know I keep saying it, but you have to, you do have to think about yourself sometimes and you have to protect your mental health. Like, I'm someone who last, what, October wanted to the end of my life. So now that I'm in a good place, why am I going to go back there? I'm not going to do it. Do you, 
You want to get a drink? Oh. Bit of a wow hide, right? <laughs> Are they paying you for that? Not yet. Bloody better be. <laughs> um, do you feel that in the future this will be kind of your, not your as in career defining moment, but be will be one of the most defining moments in your career where you learn the most 100%, during this? 100%. I think at the moment, obviously, it's been three weeks and I'd be sitting here lying if I said I wasn't still hurting because I am. Because, like I keep saying, it means so much to me. But I know that in years to come or in months to come, once I win my first title or, or whatever else, I'll look back on this and think, that made me. Do you know what I mean? That gave me the, the fire and the mentality I need to come forward. And... I don't know, it's hard to explain, because some people be like, well, how can you take that? But from sometimes, from your biggest failures become your biggest successes, and I genuinely do believe that will be... Like, I keep saying it, this will be the making of me. And it's, it's all part of God's plan. I know this is, he's got a plan for me, and this is part of it. And this, is, this just adds to the story. Makes for a great little book, doesn't it? <laughs> what credit do you give to Rachel Ball? The decision was out of both your hands, but she was very emotional. We saw after the fight... Sort of what it meant. Okay, well, she was very emotional after the fight. Um, but what, I mean, what credit do you give to her? I can't. I can't not give her credit. It was a fantastic fight, regardless of the the decision and people not believing it was the right decision. You can't deny it was a fantastic fight. It was action non-stop. I think we were just levering the hell out of each other, and it was it was a great fight, and even. I lost, it was great to take part in. So it makes me even more excited for the rematch, to be honest. And I think the rematch is gonna be even more exciting because there's now a bit more needle there. I think the rematch is gonna be over 10 rounds so that there is three judges so I can't be, have Howard Foster strike again. But um, yeah, I think I'm excited for the rematch. And you've got to give her credit. Listen, she's a, she's a tough, she's a tough, tough, tough girl. I was hitting her with, some massive shots and her eyes were going and her, her her body was going but her legs she was staying up so you've got to give the girl credit 100% listen I don't say much before the fight about any fight because I my only focus is her but I've said from day one I give her she, she's a good fighter so of course I do I, and I respect her but I'm not going to say too much because we're fighting against <laughs> but no listen I'm excited for the rematch so immediately after the fight obviously the the obvious questions come to Rachel Ball and also Eddie Hearn about um, the rematch, the rematch, etc. Since then, Eddie Hearn's made some comments saying that he'd like to see you have a fight, possibly see Rachel Ball fight for a world title, then you two meet. The likelihood of that? I can't see, I can't see the world title thing happening. If I'm honest, if it does, fantastic. Part of me, like Eddie, was like, you know, you go back and have another fight, and then we'll have the rematch and build up so that it's massive. Um, in my head, I was like, I want an immediate rematch because I don't feel like I lost the fight. So I'm like, I want an immediate rematch. And then obviously, I spoke to Adam, spoke to Eddie, and they're like, we think it's a good idea. But in my head, I'm like, I don't want her to go away, have another fight. Maybe if it is a world title and then lose, and then kind of our rematch, it's got less credit to it. Do you know what I mean? Because she's lost in between. So. I don't know, we'll see what happens. All I know is that whether it's next or it's a fight after, the rematch is 100% happening and I'm excited. Do you feel like you do need 
a fight between the rematch of Rachel. I listen to my team. I'd fight her tomorrow. I'd fight her yesterday if I could. So, because I, because I felt like I won the fight. Listen, I'm not sitting here screaming it was robbery because there's been so many worse decisions in boxing than that. Trust me. Like, there's been some decisions that you watch and you think, wow, that's shocking. Some people thought my fight was a draw, but because I think I won, and I watched it back a few times, I do, of course, I believe I won, and my team thinks I won. Eddie thinks I won. So... Yeah, I would like the rematch straight away, but for, for business reasons and for everything else, and to obviously build up the rematch, it does make sense for us to have another fight in between and then going for the rematch. It's not like, you know, the whole Dillian Povetkin situation where, you know, there's a mandatory on the line and there's a contract, there's a clause in the contract for an immediate rematch if Dillian was to lose. So I'm not in that position where it has to be immediate. So if we can get another fight in between continue to build my profile so that the rematch is even bigger, get me out again, people continue to talk about the rematch, it just makes sense, doesn't it? How's the support been for you? I know you talk about kind of, we've spoken about the negativity on social media mm -hmm. for the last two years pretty much, but we also need to address the, the support you have and the support you would have had yeah. after suffering the defeat. So how was that? So the support has been, the fan base has grown massively because obviously of what happened um, you kind of you see who is who is real and who isn't after a loss you, you realise who your true friends are who continue to reach out to you even though you're saying I don't want to talk I don't want to answer the phone they, they won't leave you alone not because they're nosy but because they genuinely do care about you you being one of them I didn't want to talk but you kept going on and on and to the point you're like Every day, right, you're right, what are you doing? Da, da, da. And I, pre I appreciate that. Um, so the support has been amazing. My family have been incredible, my, my close friends. The girls have been a lifesaver to the point that I didn't want to go out at all. And literally, the girls turned up at mine and was like, we're going out. I don't think I had a choice. I think Holly was going to turn up at my door, knew my key was hidden. And like, that was it, we're dragging you out. So, yeah, I've had... I have amazing friends, um, amazing family, and the support's been amazing. And do you know what? Because everyone, not everyone, but because a large majority of people think I did win, they're, they're backing me even more and they're supporting me even more. But I also, do you know what? I hope that Rachel's backing and support has increased as well because she put on a, a fantastic fight and she deserves a hell of a lot of credit. So, you know, I think she's been getting a lot of stick on on social media because of it. Why? She doesn't deserve that. Or she, it's not the decision wasn't in her hand. She can't help what Howard Foster determined. She put on a fantastic fight, so she deserves credit just as much as, as I do, if anything more, because no one expected it from her. I've done, I've been on Insta. Um, I've not really, I've done obviously, I'll come out with like a, a statement, I guess you can say, afterwards. Um, on on Twitter and on Instagram, but I'm just trying to avoid Twitter because it's just vile. It's just absolutely vile, and I don't want to. I don't want to take no part in that, if I'm honest. So until I feel like I'm prepared to go back on now, I'm going to avoid it for a while, and it's nice. It's it's nice when you haven't got to sit there and worry about every time you... I've turned off, like, all my notifications. Oh, it's beautiful. 
honestly, it's, it's, it's so peaceful, it's nice. And you haven't got to worry about, oh, God, why has my phone just gone off 50 times in less than a minute? And you've got bloody, I don't know, Eric from Nottingham, who's got an egg emoji, not even a real account, with one follower, and that's probably his mum, sitting there giving you a stick. And you think, Eric, have a day off. Eric ain't a bad fella, actually. No, he's a knob, I met him, I don't like oh, him. Oh, you don't <laughs> like him. Okay, well, I uh, just want to point out that uh, I did not ask you for an interview after the No, fight. and people have been no, probably asking me, slating oh, well, you. Obviously, I'm not going to interview after the fight. Yeah, but with me and you, it's not just like it's a case of a knock and a fight. We, we, we're good friends outside of boxing, and you knew... Like I would have taken it bad, and yes, you didn't come in the in my room with a camera, but you came straight in to check on me. Same as like after the fight, even though it was his debut and Delph Barrett was walking out, Eddie stayed in the room with me for a bit because I was in a bad way. And then he obviously went out and watched Delph, but he missed the beginning bit of Delph's whooping walk, and he sat there to check I was okay. You came in and was checking on me, so yeah, you do. You know, some people said like. And they do, listen, he knows this already. People say they're sitting there and about Eddie, they're like, oh, if you lost, he just drops you, he don't care. That couldn't be less the truth for me right now. I, I give him full full credit. He's been, no, he's been really good with me. So, yeah, big him up. Not too much, though. Goes to his head and there'll probably be like another meme about it, but. Hmm. I always think you judge promoters from what they do with a losing fighter as opposed to a winning fighter because it's easy to yeah. it's easy to um of course. to big up a winning fighter is how you look after someone who's just lost and bring them back bigger yeah. that's in in yeah, promoting and in mag- management oh. so that goes a long way but not just in business i i treat people and i find people on how they treat me if you look after me i'll look after you if you don't look after me bye felicia bye felicia <laughs> Okay, Shannon, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Um, Have you got anything else you'd like to add before we go? Um, I do want to shout out my sponsors that have stuck by me, my loyal, loyal sponsors that have stuck by me during this. Um, So you've got Touring Group, you've got FMS Recovery, you've got um, Leap76, you've got Time for Diamonds, and you've got LA Construction, which is a guy called Scott, and they have just been spot on, literally. They're all backing me all the way. They're all excited for the rematch. And, yeah, I feel very blessed and in a very fortunate position to have them on my team. OK. I'll let you get back to or start your filming for the day. Thank you. And uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. See you soon. Struggling with debt? Bills? Loans? Credit cards? Need a way out? Knock your debt out. With Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt matters.